0: My name is Dr. Bonassisi, and I'm a board-certified facial plastic surgeon with a practice in Vancouver, Canada. I've been specializing in cosmetic rhinoplasty for almost 20 years, and I'm here to answer your questions about this very interesting procedure. Happy patients are educated patients, and that's why every question is a good one. So there are many features that can be changed with rhinoplasty but it's your surgeon's job to explain to you the limitations of the surgery so that your expectations are managed appropriately. So let's talk about the most common rhinoplasty limitations. The first one is narrowing or making a refined shape in a patient who's got very thick skin. Thick skin is like wearing a big sweater or ski coat. It really camouflages your figure underneath and it's the same thing with the nose. That skin can't be made thinner, it is your skin. It is redraped over the nasal framework after surgery and absolutely contributes to the thickness or the, uh, the lack of definition that many patients complain of. That can't be changed. Some improvement in the refinement of the nose can be made with surgery, but having thick skin really minimizes the impact. So it's very important during your consultation that your surgeon identifies if you have thick skin and manages your expectations related to that. For that reason, if a thick, nasal tip in a patient with very thick skin is the only nasal feature that you really need to change i often don't recommend surgery in cases like that i think that the amount of improvement is often pretty subtle if you have other nasal features that require improvement as well then certainly it's worthwhile trying to make the nose narrower on the front but on its own, I think that's a pretty small improvement and it often does not warrant having a rhinoplasty. The next limitation is thin skin. It's not possible to have a completely smooth or irregular regular free nose if you've got thin skin. Paper thin skin reveals every small irregularity underneath the surface. For example, if nose bones are fractured, if, they, if a hump is removed, there are little edges that are created surgically and you will see some of those edges if you have very thin skin. The same goes for nasal tip cartilages. They have edges, they have outline to them and if you have very thin skin you're going to see those outlines. That doesn't mean you can't have rhinoplasty, it's just that your surgeon needs to discuss with you that you're likely to see some little irregularities that are caused by the surgery and you need to be able to accept that. Another limitation is a twisted nose. It's not possible to make uh, a nose completely straight. The cause of the twist often determines the degree of improvement that can be achieved. If the nasal septum is very crooked and it's the predominant cause of the crooked nose, straightening the septum can have a dramatic effect on the appearance of the nose externally. Sometimes, however, nasal tip cartilages, nasal bones have asymmetric curvatures or they're just different sizes and often you can't correct that completely so it's a matter of getting a good assessment from your surgeon that intranasal examination can reveal whether or not your septum is significantly twisted and that's often a good way for your surgeon to predict the degree of improvement that you can have straightening your nose but just remember it's not possible to make it completely straight improvements are the things that you want to try and expect. Augmentation uh, of the nose has limitations as well. The skin will only stretch so much you can't take a nose that projects a certain amount and bring it all the way out to you know, the size of Pinocchio's nose. Your nose, your, your skin just will not stretch. There's also not enough intrinsic material in the form of cartilage to necessarily build a significantly larger nose. In many cases we augment the bridge of the nose with graft material that is synthetic. For example we might use a Gore-Tex graft if we want to make the bridge of the nose stand out significantly. You can also use rib cartilage graft but Sometimes the amount of augmentation that's required starts to become complex in the sense that, you know, having to harvest a rib graft or having to put a, a large implant into the nose to achieve the, the result that's required is often uh, heroic efforts for, you know, perhaps not a, not a huge improvement. So I think it's ca- people have to be cautious about expecting to be able to make a very small nose into a normal sized nose necessarily. There's certainly limitations to that. The last limitation is trying to get a dramatic improvement in a revision surgery. We get requests for lots of revision surgeries from patients. Um, Often they've had relatively helpful surgery. I think that their noses have been improved by their first surgery, but perhaps uh, their surgeon didn't warn them about thick skin or the limitations of, of how straight they might be able to make their nose. And I think sometimes we'll see people that have had very well done surgery but it's just not perfect and I think in cases like that trying to make it perfect when it's already the second time around is pretty unlikely and I think it's it's wise for for people to consider where they've come from how much of an improvement that they've had with their first surgery and I think in some time in some cases not try and pursue perfection with with additional surgery as that's often even harder to achieve in a revision case so in summary The most important thing is to have a consultation with an expert rhinoplasty surgeon. Make sure that he or she does the computer imaging for you so that you can get a good sense for what your nose will look like on your face after surgery. Thanks for listening, and check back regularly for new questions and my honest answers about rhinoplasty.